Hey, this is Sean from the Wasted Knowledge Podcast. You're listening to part two of our, of our interview with Ramsey Veach. Uh, in this uh, section, we get a little more lighthearted and uh, expand upon his background a little bit, talk about his other professions, uh, his uh, relationship kind of personally, how he works between martial arts and international radiology and concrete repair. Um, we also talk about pressure points, drunk thoughts, situational awareness, sizing people up, and his first drink. And of course, mix, match, lord. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Cheers. If I could teach professionally forever uh, without having any issues with money, I, I would. I yeah. mean, no doubt about it. I would just dedicate all my time and resources to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not feasible right this moment. So, you know, like everybody else, I got I to gotta work for the man, you know. So, or the woman, whoever you're working for. And the the, the x-ray portion of my job, I was, again, I like to teach. I like like to pass on anything that I can pass on. So if if I know anything about anything, I'm going to say, hey, this is what I know. I might be wrong. I might be incorrect about a specific topic, but that's how you learn. So throughout, right after I got done with my x-ray school, I was able to teach new students coming in because I was I was a certified tech I was I was able to now pass on anything I've learned through school onto these new people that are just either coming in or people that were just below me stuff like that and that was a great opportunity just from a teaching standpoint so uh, I definitely utilized that to the best of my ability and then um, from there like I would just I would get taught something pass it on I would take the opportunities to teach people how to do uh, the concrete work that I do as well. And it was concrete, that's, that was just another avenue to make money, or is that? Yeah, no, I, I, I do actually enjoy it, but um, it's obviously you start stuff for the money and right. not not I mean, for... I assume it's somewhat physical? Very, very labor, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, but it can be very labor intensive. It's just, um, I was looking for something supplemental at the time, and I came across that opportunity. I took it. I enjoy the stuff. You know, I'm learning every day, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, even the next ray, I, I, I think every time a patient comes in, I might learn something new. So, so real quickly, what 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 is uh, interventional radiology tech or an X-ray tech? Like, what is their specific role in so, healthcare? So, <clears throat> an X-ray technologist will take diagnostic images of you guys are gonna have a hell of a time editing that out, huh? Right. <laughs> so actually, techs take diagnostic images of uh, patients. So they're they're working the camera. So yeah, speak. we work the camera exactly. So we we develop, uh, create the films that the radiologists and doctors look at, and then they can use whatever information they see to diagnose the patient: uh, broken bones, pneumonia cancer, whatever they can see on an x-ray, they will do. Um, from there, you can go into other avenues with an x-ray certification, such as CAT scan, MRI. Um, uh, it can even help you get into an ultrasound or a, a nuclear medicine program, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, interventional radiology tech is the interventional world versus anything that goes inside somebody. So. Essentially, I I work for a place that specializes in vascular care. So we look at the vasculature, uh, veins and arteries of people, mainly the arteries. And if they get clogged up, 
like a heart attack where you're clogged up and the arteries in the heart, we thin it out essentially, you know, and to just make them healthier, right? In interventional you know, hospital setting, you're talking vasculature, but also uh, if they need uh, something going on with the liver, right? Maybe the maybe the um, one of the vessels in the liver is shut down, and they have to open that up. Maybe they have to plug something because there's a bleed. Let's say the the spleen was bleeding. All right, like the, maybe the artery next to the spleen yeah, was that's, bleeding. That, maybe that they falls they, in your realm of. Not my realm personally, but oh, in the interventional, yeah. there's there's like emergency there's like emergency interventional uh, things like so there could be like a an aneurysm for example, uh, aneurysm in the brain. The first thing they're not going to open you up right away and cut your skull open and fix an aneurysm. The best way to fix it is going through, assuming it's you're able to reach it via the vessels. You'd actually go into the artery, go all the way up to the the brain, find the aneurysm, and and plug it up, basically, essentially cutting it off so, so that you don't have that rupture. Or if the rupture already happened, then you would kind of bridge that gap, you know, essentially, yeah. Yeah, so to stop bleeding. So a lot of things they can do, you know, if you have fluid in your lungs, they can you know, put a put a tube in your lung and drain it out. Right. That's, that's stuff they can do in, in that, in that uh, modality. Cool. Yeah. And then for, <laughs> I, oh, I guess I, I wanted to like ask a little more about just about concrete, but at the same time, like it seems, uh, within the scope of things, so less. I don't want to say important. But, uh, it's, it's not as relative. It's, concrete. it's not as yeah. relative. However, um, the health field is very relative to what I do in martial arts because I really know the anatomy well to, I'm not saying I'm the best at anatomy. I'm not gonna name all the bones in the wrist anymore. I've just, I've never had the need to memorize them past a certain point. Sure. So yeah, I can't, I can't recall all of them off the top of my head, uh, although I'm an x-ray tech. However, in the, in the whole body, yeah. yeah. We cut that in half and that's all you need to remember <laughs> because they're all duplicated. Oh, like. <laughs> Except for a couple, you know. So um, the the thing that relates is is when you're doing martial arts, you really understand how the anatomy works. So you know which way the wrist is not supposed to twist. You know which way the elbow is not supposed to go. But you also, and a lot of us know that too. Anybody knows that you're not supposed to put an elbow past where it stops, right? Yeah. We all know that. That's how things break. But That's how you get your siblings to fly. <laughs> That's right. That's how my wife gets me to comply. So yeah, she is very patiently, yeah, not, not waiting for us to. Sorry, not, no, 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 I got all no. day. Sweet. <laughs> so, uh, so we have. Oh, and I dropped. There's, there's an understanding that maybe some individuals don't. They practice things called what's called a pressure point. Mm -hmm. Practice things like knockout blows. You know, quoting, unquoting, uh, knockout points that you can do, use to knock somebody out with simple you know, jabs and touches and strikes and stuff. <laughs> a lot of that stems around your nerves in your body, uh, the sensitivity to nerves, or the blood flow. Right? Uh, pressure points, for example. The reason it hurts when somebody hits a pressure point is because 
you're most likely digging in between muscle fibers. Simple as that. Hmm. Nothing mystical about it. It's not, oh, well, this is kidney point number 86, and you press here and your kidney fails. No. Okay. You can do that all day. I guarantee you my kidney's not going to fail. All right. Now, I'm not a master of the, 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 the key energy and the, the, the pressure points of that, um, uh, like Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. But, but um, I know that if you touch me at a certain point, you're not going to bring me down without applying some pressure. Okay, so you apply certain pressure to certain areas of the body, depending on the person, and you could take them down to the ground. All right, your eyeball is is a pressure point, right? Because you could be the biggest sob in the world. You could poke it in the eye. I guarantee you, you're going to be ah, okay. That's all you need to escape, right? Um, and you might just walk right through it. Don't get me wrong, but that's not something you can condition necessarily without harming your eyesight. Uh, but if you ever had a Charlie horse mm -hmm. cramp, that's a pressure point. That's all it is. It's just you're, you're pressing in between muscle fibers, aggravating nerves, stuff like that. The, there are nerves such as, which you might find pretty cool, is there's a nerve called the mentum nerve. It's just on either side of the cheek, uh, the, uh, the mandible of the jaw. Mm -hmm. All right. So just uh, if you go to the, the, the crooks of your mouth, yeah. And go straight down, kind of where you feel the curve. Just, yeah. just where it starts, you feel that lip. Yeah. Just before you get um, over the bottom of the jaw, you feel that like uh, that cliff on yeah. your jaw. <clears throat> if you actually press there, you might be able to feel where it's really sensitive. Okay. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Okay, if you kind of dig straight, like kind of down, you can find it if you if you do it. Like I actually get kind of lightheaded. You can, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's a there's a nerve that kind of goes in and out of a little canal inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so some people will call this the knockout blow. All right. You'll see it in UFC a lot. It's it's very effective, but people don't plan it. It's just something that happens. But essentially, a nice downwards strike with your fist or your open hand, whatever, with anything, to that area. And if you hit it right on point, you'll see, like I said, a UFC guy will be backing up and the guy's just going to, you know, the guy's chasing him, running in, trying to get wild punches. And the guy's backing up and just knocks him right in the chin. The guy flops because he ends up getting hit right on that nerve. <clears throat> it goes crazy, sends those signals to the, to the brain and your brain's overloaded just for that brief second in time. And that's enough to make you drop. And that's why they drop. Right. And there's other areas on the body, too, that can do that, too. But that's one of the most popular. And um, so when you were pressing on it before, and yeah. it hurts, yeah. that's, that's what I'm talking about. You can find those points everywhere. Like, you know, there's a sinus nerve right above your, uh, right above your eye that you can go to either side. And th those are things that if you hit hard enough, you, you, you probably could overload your nervous system and it could drop you. Not everybody, but some people, and you see it. You see it happen. It's relevant today. But if you aim for it, chances of you hitting it are probably slim. The the other thing is the blood vessel supply. Uh, cut off, just like with a stroke or heart attack, you cut off the blood supply to your brain or your heart for a fraction of a second, and that's it. Okay. Your 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 brain stops working. Your heart stops working. You just yeah, that's it. You start getting your heart attack. Right, your heart stops. Whatever your your brain uh, stops sending signals, you just drop. Um, so that's what a stroke is. That's what a heart attack is. 
the, the flow is getting severely limited. And the moment somebody falls over from a heart attack, like actually falls over or falls over from a stroke, uh, like an acute stroke, it's because that blood flow finally blocks up. It goes from 50 to 60 to 90 to 100%. The moment it hits 100%, boom, they just drop. Okay? Um, or they become extremely paralyzed on one side, extreme pain because you're getting ischemic effects in your, in your muscles. And so, uh, you know, the, the rear naked choke, which you'll see a lot in UFC, where they go all the way around and they're, and they're, they're, they're strangling the guy like an anaconda. Yeah, you only need to you need only need to block off one of these carotid arteries going to the brain just for a couple seconds, like a complete block off, and it, it's that's enough to make you pass out. That's it. So we did that to me once, and I was out and I woke up on the sidewalk, staring up at a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. going, "What just happened?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this in school? No, it was at a. Was at a metal concert. That's a on purpose. For a on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It was some guy. Hey, bro, pass Real me long out. Story, well, really long story short, some guy kicked my brother in the face in a mosh pit, and I found him, and I was holding him by his shirt, yelling at him for what he did to my brother. And his buddy came up behind me. I had no idea he was there, and just put me in a chokehold and I dropped. Him yeah. Put to sleep, yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, guy A. I mean, the kicker, I, the kicker is a prick, but that's a pretty good friend. That's just like, uh, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I don't really want to hurt you. I'm just gonna knock you out. And we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah it could have been uh, a lot worse. I yeah, don't know. They Absolutely. knew they were in trouble I, when I found them. I think that's. I yeah. think they were more concerned about getting out of there than dealing with me. My, yeah. brother, <laughs> my brother fractured his like face. Oh wow, Shoot. his cheekbone and everything. Uh, yeah. So we had to take him to the hospital. But How long typically are these? How many oh, we're we're, this we're pretty close. Uh, we're, I think we're about we to hit the, light, hit the lightning round and uh, ask you some uh, slightly less serious, more esoteric questions. Sure. And, uh, Is and, there anything uh, else you want me to I touch on? I can want some long drink? If you guys have never had the finished long drink, it's adult fresca. It's amazing. Oh. So it's a Zima. Summer days. <laughs> Once Bex. Oh, you have to put it in here? I don't know, I just put some in mine. Oh. My cup is empty. <laughs> and of course, I decided to breathe it. <laughs> it's like grapefruit. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. That's good. It's really, really good. It's, yeah, it's grapefruit and juniper and gin. I'm not going to say who makes it because they're not paying us. I don't know. Like, or is that actually the name of If the long drink wants to sponsor me, I'm okay with that. Isn't it that, that, that yeah, company? Yeah, it's the long drink company. Oh, well, dang it. That's all right. You can just edit it. Well, you know what? It's made in the USA, so... Can you just put beeps on it? Like, it's the beep beep company. Who makes beep beep? I suppose I could. I mean... That sounds like effort. How about that? Let me, uh... It's fine for budget. Let's take a... Actually, ah. I always forget to take photos. There's a TC. So, uh... Yeah, like you said. Now to the slightly less serious Yeah. <laughs> TC lead in. Yeah, TC. Yeah. There you go. Dragon Con the mobile bar. <laughs> right. It's been it's been it's a trooper. It's coming. So so for our so, so more more fun questions. Uh, and I 
Well, yeah. So, uh, you know, TC, I already screwed it up. Uh, and it's sad because I've had a drink and a half. Has there been a You're time? You're still drunk from last night. I don't, that can be a scary over. Yeah. I never get drunk, TC. I never get drunk. We always At least. Um, and, uh, as one should, and not drive. Um, has there been a moment where you've been drinking and you just had, like, either a realization, a rationalization that didn't really. And. There's some cheerleaders in the background. Uh, that was either like, oh my god, an epiphany, or just made you giggle that you remembered later on the while I'm drinking. Drunk thought. Drunk while thought. I'm drinking, oh jeez, yeah. I can't, I can't say that I, I drink enough to, to do that. Um, so I'm either drunk mm-hmm. or, I'm, or I'm not drinking. I don't know. It's, I like a favorite cartoon series. <laughs> I enjoy The Simpsons. Okay. You can't go wrong with the Simpsons. No, I, I, really I, I have so many, but I've fallen off the good. Simpsons train. I mean, I, I actually really but like watching anime when I'm drinking. It's amazing. Like, uh, especially like, like really like serious space. Not like like, not Voltron or anything like that. But, uh, not even Gundam's okay, but like um, Knights of Sidonia on Netflix. Like, really high drama space stuff, and I. Well, I think it's high drama. I, I really think I'm high loving. drama. Space yeah, where it's like it's not meant to be funny. And like occasionally you see some boob animation, but the, the the really the core of the animation, the storytelling is about you know the survival of humanity. You know, aliens trying to kill everyone, the last hope, the all that stuff. I, I like think Independence Day, but in Japanese animation. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And a little bit of Star Wars. Now that I'm actually reflecting on it, and I realize I said the last hope, but. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, The Expanse? No. Fantastic show. On you said high drama space stuff. Is there one thing I like when I'm drinking? Um, <laughs> TC? Yeah, so... Um, what's... You said that you don't compete in martial arts. Um, you primarily come from more of a, a teaching in a self-defense standpoint. Um, I've talked, I, I have some friends who have trained and things like that. Like one of the things that, uh, especially one of my friends always talks about is um, social awareness. He's like, he always talks about how like one of the biggest things that has changed for him is just the self-defense mindset. Is kind of like any, we're in a convention with hundreds and thousands of people, thousands of people, I don't know if it's hundreds of thousands. It's like 60. Yeah, that's like 60. But in people in costumes and carrying weapons because it's part of costumes and stuff like that. Do you ever do you find yourself kind of in a like a different state of awareness, like kind of scanning the room, looking oh. at stuff like that? So yeah, um, one problem I have, unfortunately, it comes with the territory. I think uh, maybe other people can. If I don't know, if people comment on your podcast or not, but if. They do, I don't read them. That's, that's one thing <laughs> I've told. Just if anybody does comment, maybe they have a different viewpoint. Um, but I imagine that other people do exactly what I'm about to say. And that's that's sizing people up. I know, because I've been humbled plenty of times, and I know that there's always somebody better out there than you will ever be. Okay? And you can't underestimate anybody. Whether it's a tiny little 
you know, female or a really big guy, you know, whether he's heavy set or, or you know, you know, uh, maybe he's just muscular. You don't, I mean, the big muscular guy might not know a damn thing, but the little girl's going to stab you in the crotch, you know? You have no idea what's going to happen. So you have to, like, everybody needs to be sized up. And uh, because I've worked with so many people over the years, and in, in, in not just in the dojo I grew up in, but in uh, you know, other dojos and, and arts that I practiced and, and visited uh, or studied under, you're working with somebody and you might be like, well, let me do this, let me do that. And you realize, well, crap, like this, this isn't working. Like, what the heck, you know? Uh, that's part of the learning process. But you also get humbled because this person's half your size. It's like, wait a minute, how'd you do that, you know? And, 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 and you know, you can theorize about it all you want, but it's too late. It already happened. So you don't want that to happen in a self-defense standpoint where, well, if only he, you're, you're in the shower later washing off the blood, you know, rinsing your cast off. And you're like, you know what? Let me do that again. I'm going to do it differently this time. It's too late. Okay. So, so you always, that's, that's my downfall is I'm always sizing people up. Um, like even here at the con, like I'm a tall guy. I'm 6'3". Okay. I'm 230 pounds. I'm not a small person, but I've seen people here that are bigger than me. I've seen muscular people bigger than me. I've seen heavier people bigger than me. Just like, you know, like obese people. I've seen just people in general, just taller than me. And I'm not used to that. So those are the people that I, I, I really look at because I'm like, well, crap, can I take that guy? You know, <laughs> hell, can I take that six foot tall Amazon girl? I don't know. You know, and I have no idea. And, and chances are maybe I have a lot of experience under my belt. Um, but at the same time, you know, they might not know a darn thing, but maybe they can still take me out. I don't, I don't know. You know, and then I can, I can see a lot of short people, everybody's short compared to me for the most part. Um, but, uh, not for one second. In a real situation, would I ever underestimate that person and say, "I got you, like I'm gonna take you out"? You know, that that's where you go wrong. That's when you get that's when you get killed or get your ass kicked. So that was dark. Yeah. Well, you look for. <laughs> uh, so essentially, you you're looking for. The, oh, yeah. I'm always looking for the flaws. At the, on the final boss. Yeah. I'm always I'm always looking at people, but I I, I try not to uh, underestimate people that I'm looking at. But I, I am looking at them to to see how they carry themselves. Yeah. You know, are they do they look like somebody who 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 is trained? You know, you can kind of you can get a sense for it. You can kind of get a sense for it. Yeah. You can see what they're doing. Yeah. They're I mean, I could be wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I I could definitely be wrong. Nobody's perfect at that. I'm sure. But uh, but if somebody's walking around, I'd be like, this person probably trains in something. Or maybe they're just very athletic, which could be a whole nother, you know, you, 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 you can not know a damn thing about martial arts or fighting, never been in a fight in your life, but you're just athletic. Maybe you're just naturally strong, whatever it is. It doesn't mean you can't take me. I mean, I'm not going to go down without a fight. I'm not, I'm not going to be easy to defeat. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be easy to defeat. Don't get me wrong. I, the best person in the world is not going to have an easy time defeating me, but they, 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 may, de- they may defeat me. You know, I'm, I'm, and if, if anybody in the world says that that's not true um, about themselves, then they're bullshitting you. Just go for the mandible below there's, the, there's the a, lip. There's always, there's always somebody that can take you, trust me. Always. So, uh, when in doubt, don't fight. That's all. So, I've, yeah. got, uh, I've got one more question. It's a short yeah. one. Uh, and then uh, and a, a, a sort of a ritual that we have on the podcast. 
Uh, the question is, do you, do you remember what your first drink was, and, and what was it? My what first drink ever? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it was, uh, darn, what are those things called? Wine cooler? Yeah, but they they don't exist anymore. Sema Mad Dog. Uh, I think I've tasted Bloom's Farm. Like, actual drink, though. Like, I've sipped things when I was younger. You know, like... like Red dog is it? Red dog, mad dog, mad dog. dog. Red. So I'd say like the first. Mad dog was in D twenty twenty, but then they had red dog was like the beer. I was thinking of red dog. So the 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 the, the earliest I can think back is probably I sipped red dog. So I don't know if that counts. Yeah. But like full drinks though, I think I used to drink those other. They were wine coolers. Um, it wasn't Zima. What was the other one that was just like it? Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff, yes. (laughs) Those are the ones that I I pretty much. No, no, then it wasn't Spearoff. Oh, uh, there's a few clones. Yeah. But, uh. Ooh, it was whatever, but they don't make it anymore. It might have been Sky. Maybe it was when Sky had, like, wine cooler type. Uh, there's Seagram wine coolers for a while. Seagram and Seabree is one of the early those ones. Are, those are still here, yeah. I'm honestly, Smirnoff, I think, was better than those. <laughs> They're all just full of sugar and carbonation. I saw right. somebody get iced just the other day. Like, within the last two weeks. Like, Smirnoff ice? Yeah, you never heard of the, the ritual of icing. It's kind of like a, a meme me fad for a while, but basically people present you with a Smirnoff ice mm-hmm. and like basically uh, supposed to be kind of like a secret way. So like I've seen there's videos of people like wrapping it up in like a birthday present and then you can get it. I've seen people put them in dumb waiters and send the dumb waiter down and when you open the dumb waiter there's just a bottle of Smirnoff ice right Oh. And if they trick you into getting presented a Smirnoff Ice, you're supposed to drop down on one knee and chug the entire thing and chug. And uh, so it was very, uh, it was very college-driven media. But I literally saw it. Right? It was I don't know. It was probably really popular like three, four, five years ago. Hmm. But I just saw somebody get iced like two weeks ago and crack me. I, so I don't know exactly. I've never had to chug a Smirnoff Ice. But uh, one of the favorite things I've seen chugged in the last month or so is I was working with a guy, and I had a, a full flute of champagne on my service bar at work. And I, it's kind of a cheeky fellow, and he, he walked by. Not supposed to be done, but he grabs the flute, slams it in one gulp, and then puts it in the glass rack and walks away. Or started walking away. And like I was looking at him, because there's... The bubbles are so so multiple. There's so many bubbles and they're so fine in champagne that they almost burn when you drink it like that. Because it's basically it's like attacking your throat and just yeah, clinging sure. to every part. So I was I was just staring at him and he's like he's like what he's trying to play it off like no no I don't necessarily care that you did it like yeah you shouldn't have done that I'm just waiting for you to cry. <laughs> and it took like another three seconds and you just see tears just started mm-hmm. streaming down his face. <laughs> it's like the first time I had Stolzlager. What? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Not knowing what, what, what would happen once I did it. So I'm going to do this slightly differently uh, than normally do. So normally we, we pour two shots or two little tips of one lot. We'll do a little bit shorter. So no, we're not drinking super heavy on this one. Aww. But uh, we'll do... Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, so the two of rum and one of Malort, which is uh, just wormwood and neutral spirits. It's uh, it's harsh. It's bitter. It's dry. We probably shouldn't drink it by itself, but we do. It's disgusting. Um, does it so, does it tarnish paint? No, 
No, it's not super high ABV. No, it's not. So you're pretty good it's, there. It's just regular it's vodka. Just, it's just, it's literally a novelty liquor for being disgustingly astringent. No, I want you, some people have enjoyed it. I want you guys to turn away from me. I'm going to pour one shot of alert to rum. Then I'm going to turn away. Well, when I say, okay. And you guys can pick whatever glass you want, move them around however you want, and I'll take the remaining glass. Gotcha. Okay. So, Ramsey, turn okay. away, please. Turned away. Turned away. Turned away. I am turned away. Insert all of your princess bride jokes now. It's a good thing I brought this mirror. There is a notable color difference, so if you uh, wouldn't mind, please be respectful. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to turn away now. And, uh, so yeah, select. Tell me tell me when it's my turn. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. You just spit it around. Take one. Oh, okay. Which one do you want to take? You get first pick. I'll take the... All right. Ready? Alright, actually I can't even tell by the color now. Alright, well cheers gentlemen. Alright, cheers. cheers. Thank you, uh, thanks for recording with us, Ramsey. Yeah, you're welcome. Mix match All right, I hate, I hate you. I hate you too. <laughs> because you got your thing, right? Oh yeah, I totally got it. Yeah, Sean got it. Definitely, definitely got it more. <laughs> I, um, I think I'm getting used to it. Like, it's definitely as bad Serious as it always color. is, but it's not. So what color? What color? You said notable color difference? Well, if you're looking at them side by side, so the Malort is m was much lighter. Oh, okay. So the Malort was kind of a kind, gotcha. of, a, kind of a peepy yellow. You want to try it anyway? Uh, no. No. Oh. It smells good. Mm. It's okay. But, um... The, you know, the, the, the I don't want to drink top. anything disgusting if I know I might... I might... It might be disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's, it's, uh, it's a... It's a disgusting... It's a strange... It's not like super foul tasting or anything like that. Just... Your mouth. Yeah, wow. it, it's like takes bitter over. pine salt. Yeah. Yeah. Did you measure those shots? No. Oh, okay. I was just curious. They're, they're Tasted like one in one point one ounces. A little more than a shot. Close. Well, I mean, to me, a shot's ounces. Yeah. Where's your shot glasses? You should have. Uh... I oh my jiggers right here. Oh, there you go. I don't know. I'm used to free point. Uh, cool. All right. I think that wraps it up. All right, thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thanks. Of Great course. You, Thank you. You can always find us online at Wasted K Podcasts. Uh, what is that? Instagram and Twitter. On Twitter. Wasted K Podcast. Gmail.com. WastedKnowledgePodcast.com. You can find us on all your major streaming platforms. Streaming platforms. We have a Patreon, well. so please support us uh, if you like the content. And uh, always get a safe ride home. Please. All right. Responsibly. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Hey, if you're still listening, that means you love this episode, and I really appreciate your enjoyment and your continued support. As always, leave us a like or a positive review on any of uh, the podcasting platforms you might be listening to us on. Um, also, you can always contact us, follow us, like us on uh, tw Twitter and Instagram at Wasted K Podcast. Send us a message at wastedknowledgepodcast at gmail.com in case you want to be on the show or if you have a drink or beer that you'd like us to try. We're always happy to. Uh, if you'd like to support us, patreon.com forward slash wasted knowledge. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, as always, drink responsibly and get a safe ride home. Cheers. <laughs>